Hey mama, welcome back to another episode. I'm so excited to be talking with you today about consistently showing up for yourself in your life. I'm gonna be sharing some of my secrets to consistency, some things that I found that I can fall back on, this framework that I really go to when things start to feel rocky, when life starts to get crazy. The number one thing that I hear from moms is that you want to consistently show up for yourself. You want that. It's just the follow through and making sure that it happens is not something that you're always confident in doing or that you do consistently. So we're going to be talking about how to stay consistent. Let's go. Hey mama, welcome to Her Pursuit, where we simplify time management and uncomplicate productivity all while finding ourselves again in mom life. Does juggling all the things leave you feeling exhausted and burned out? Do you want more balance between mom life and time for yourself and wish you could just get it together? Motherhood can be overwhelming and isolating. And while creating routines and managing your time is hard, it's not complicated and you don't have to do it alone. My mission is to help you find yourself again and create simple routines, all while growing in your faith. I'm Kaysen and I've been there. I completely lost myself when I became a mom and everything felt like one big hot mess. But through simple baby steps and mindset shifts, I began to reclaim my time, energy, thoughts, and ultimately my life. If you're ready to trade chaos for calm and take tiny steps of action, then you're in the right place. You're about to step into the woman and mama God has called you to be friend and finally live in freedom with confidence. That girl is inside of you and we're going to find her together through her pursuit. Okay, you may want a notebook and pen for this. So pause me if you do, if you want to take notes because this is gonna be something that you can come back to, that you can work through when you are trying to consistently show up for yourself in your life. It doesn't matter what the goal is. It doesn't matter what you're trying to do. It doesn't matter what you're trying to accomplish. If it's consistent self-care, if it's consistent fill in the blank, it does not matter. This will apply to wherever you're feeling stuck, wherever you're having a hard time consistently showing up for yourself. So pause me, grab a pen and paper, come back. Okay, the first key to consistency is knowing where you're going and why. Now, I know that this sounds oversimplified. You probably don't believe this is really important to spend some time digging into and and actually mapping out, but it's so important to know where you're going. Like, think about if you're going on this trip and you're going to need to use maps on your phone, but you don't put in the address. How are you going to get there? If you don't know where you're going, and also equally as important, why it matters to you, then you're going to end up like, I wish you could see my hands right now, just like drawing circles all in the air. You're going to go here, there, and everywhere because you're not going to have a clear path. You're not going to have clear direction. So that is so important to know and establish when you want to either create a new habit in your life or really when you want to do anything new because you're going to encounter resistance. Like it's going to be hard and difficult. It's not easy. Change is not easy. It might be simple, but it's not always easy. So knowing where you're going and why you want to do that thing, why it matters to you and tying it to something that is bigger than you. Why does the thing you want to get consistent with matter? Why do you wish you could consistently show up for yourself in this area? Why? Why? Write it down. I want you to write it down. And if you need to come back to this episode and listen again, I want you to write it down then. But know where you want to go. So maybe you ask yourself, what do you want to feel more of? 
what I want to feel fill in the blank or I want to do this thing. Like what is it specifically that you want to do? Because if you just keep it vague, like I just want more time for myself. Well, what does that mean? Think about the directions that you would give, like say your nine-year-old. If you had a specific thing you needed her to get for you off of the counter or out of her room, and you had the specific thing you needed her to bring back, you're not going to say, hey, will you go grab that bow in your room? I have girls, so there's bows everywhere. My daughter's going to be like, what What bow, mom? There's bows everywhere. But when you say, can you go get the bow? It's pink and it has white polka dots on it. It should be on the top of your dresser. Then she's like, bam, done. Here you go, mom. Got it. So eliminate confusion and second guessing by knowing where you're going and what your end goal is. Number two, start small. I do not mean to bust your bubble. I'm not trying to be negative Nancy. I'm not trying to rain on your parade. I'm just telling you that nine out of 10 people, if you don't start small, you will not succeed. You will not sustain that thing that you're trying to be consistent with. You will not consistently show up because you're trying to do it too big the first time, too big, too quick. I've found this to be true in my own life. So if you would just want to go ahead and do it big, go big or go home, you're just going to go home. Okay, I've already learned this lesson, been there, done that. I'm telling you. So please listen to me when I say start small. There is so much power in baby steps and starting small. Don't go big. Just go little. Little is where it's at. Small is where it's at. I know that your brain is going to convince you that that's not going to make a difference. That's not going to matter if you start with five minutes or if you just do this thing one time. That's not going to matter. That's so silly. Why, Why are you even wasting your time? But when you can turn it off, I'm not listening to that. Nope. Nope. This matters. This is going to make a difference. This is worthwhile. And you do the thing small. You gain confidence. You do build consistent habits then you can do that thing over and over and you can build. It's possible to build and add on to it after you have started with the one thing, the one small thing. And with that, like I said, let go of perfection. You're going to mess up. You're going to get it wrong. Somebody told me, it was about a year ago, maybe two years ago, I can't remember, but she was talking about how when we, as adults, when we create things, when we do things, we want for it to be so perfect. Like for most of us, Throughout life, we're taught to stay within the lines, don't go against the grain, do not swim upstream or whatever metaphor you want to use. Don't draw outside of the lines. Don't be messy. You have to be put together. You need to present this thing a certain way. It has to be a certain way. It needs to be big. It needs to be, and and culture does this too. It needs to be loud and noisy and attractive and high follower count and making a lot of money and whatever else it is that looks attractive to the world, but we're taught that it has to be a certain way, that it has to be perfect, that we have to be perfect. And I catch myself doing this with my kids all the time and I'm trying to break the habit, but it's allowing them to be messy, to make messes, to take risks. And I learn from that. I had to do some work with myself because I had forgotten how to play. I had forgotten how to just be messy because for so long, I walked this tightrope of perfection that kept me stuck, that kept me feeling like such a failure and so much guilt and so much shame because I was like, what is wrong with me that I can't do this thing that looks, you know, or seems like it should be so simple and I want to do it perfectly. Why can't I do that? 
It's because perfection doesn't exist. That's why giving yourself permission, I'm all about permission slips and giving yourself permission as long as it's, you know, in line with the word of God, but permission to do it messy, permission to mess up and make mistakes and try again and try again and try again. Do you know how long it took me to actually get an established morning routine? I would say for probably 10 years off and on, I tried to be a morning person. Do you know why I wasn't able to be consistent with it? Is because I was trying to get up an hour earlier. If you're not a morning person, that does not make sense to start attempting to get up an hour earlier. And like I said, one out of 10, two out of 10, maybe, may be successful and be able to stick it out and find success there. But most people are going to require small baby steps. And the only time in my entire life that it stuck and that I kept going and I was able to make it a habit and a routine was when I started with five minutes, five minutes. Now I'm getting up an hour and a half earlier, but then I started with five minutes. So if nobody else can give you, you know, be living proof that five minutes and starting small, there's value there. Let my story and my testimony be proof of that. You can start small and you can work your way up to that big goal that you want to achieve. But for years, I tried and I failed and I tried and I failed and I'd set an alarm and I didn't get up and then I'd set an alarm and I didn't get up. And then I just wouldn't set an alarm at all. And then I'd feel terrible because I wasn't getting up and getting a jump start to the day. And my girls were my alarm clock and it was just a whole ordeal. But whatever it is that you're trying to be consistent with, let go of this idea of perfection, of what that thing should look like, what it should feel like, what it should be like, because it does not have to be that way. Okay? Number three, pick one thing. (laughs) Please stop trying to do it all because you're driving yourself crazy. It's not working. You can't be consistent with that if you have these different areas. So I like to think about like self or mental health, you could say. So personal and mental health, your home, your family, and how you're nourishing your body, maybe how you're moving your body. I don't know if you want to keep those together or separate. I keep those separate. The foods you're eating, what you're watching, things you want to start doing, time for yourself, pouring into your kids, making sure your marriage is kept. Like I just did an episode on balance, so I'll link it below in the show notes if you missed that one. Balance doesn't exist. We cannot do all the things all the time perfectly, 1000% and do it well. So when you have something that you want to be consistent with, and you're trying to consistently show up day after day for yourself and do this one thing, make sure it's just the one thing. Do, don't do try to, you know, change your diet and start the morning routine and try to do this and try to do that and making sure you're doing, you know, that's too much. Just start with the one thing. And maybe, you know, maybe it's, you could look at it one of two ways. You could do what feels like it needs the most work and the most help. Like what is immediate that needs your attention? Do you, does self need your attention? Does what you're putting into your body, the food you're consuming, does that need your attention the most? Does your home getting some clutter cleared and decluttered and like, is that what you feel like needs the most help? Or you can choose the area that's going to give you the easiest result. So Maybe if you feel like the easiest thing for you to do is try to implement more self-care, more time for yourself, maybe start there. So it just depends. And this is going to be different for everybody. We could each sit down and have a conversation and all of you would tell me something different. You would tell me a different area you want to start at and you would tell me a different reason for wanting to start there. So it's really up to you. 
and what you want to decide and why you want to decide it. And if you try it for a little while and it's not working, go to a different area, pick a different thing. But please stop trying to do it all. Like I just, I used to want to like, you know, the whole start Monday idea, like thought process. Like I'm just going to start Monday and my life is just going to be completely different on Monday because I'm saying that it's going to be. And it's like, no, Kaysen, you're going to wake up and you're still going to be you and you're still going to have your same thoughts and your habits and your patterns that are not changing overnight. And they're not changing just because you decide that they're going to. Mindset is part of it. Mindset is very strong. Yes. But these habits, these patterns are deeply ingrained most of the time and they take work. So when you can just start with the one thing, then, you know, be 1% better every day in this one area, the one area. And then watch as the snowball effect starts to take place because then you gain confidence and it affects, you know, it pours into other areas of life and it affects the way that you show up for your kids or your husband. And it really does have a snowball effect. So you will eventually start doing more than one thing at a time. But when you're so overwhelmed, if that's where you are, if you're feeling really overwhelmed and just like, why can't I just do this? Like, why can't I consistently do this thing? Shouldn't be that hard. Just pick the one thing. Maybe pick the easiest win. Maybe it's what needs the most attention, but stop trying to do it all at one time. We can work on all the areas. It's totally doable. You can totally transform your life in every single area that you want to see change in, but we just can't start with all the things, okay? Number four, you have to look for pockets of time. Okay, don't be mad at me for saying this because I'm saying this to myself too, okay? So we're we're in this together, but look for pockets of time that you are wasting, okay? Because we're all wasting time. We've got to utilize these pockets of time, whether it's nap time or when the kids are, and I'm not saying you always have to be like on high alert, like, oh my God, okay, they're settled. I've got to go do something productive. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, look for pockets of time that you are possibly wasting. Could it be that we are, we have the time, we're just on our phone. Where are you wasting your time? Where do you have the time and where are you possibly, I'm not accusing you, I'm just saying, could you possibly, maybe, could it be a possibility that you're wasting some time? I don't know. you got to decide that. I know I definitely do. I told you that a goal of mine this year is to have limited screen time. I've set that goal. And when I go over that, I do feel bad, (laughs) but I try to do better for the next week and it helps to keep me motivated. But again, it's because number one, I know where I'm going and what I'm doing and why. So then the next week I can kind of reset and say, okay, well, I was on my phone a lot and maybe I wasted time or maybe it was actually useful and helpful. Maybe it's something I needed to do. But that's only for you to decide. I cannot, you know, I'm not trying to speak into your life and cross cross lines that are not mine to say, but I want to encourage you to look for pockets of time that you're wasting and utilize those things for these this area, this one area that you want to get consistent with. And that leads me into the fifth thing, which is be like Nike and just do it. So when you do have those pockets of time, or if you want to create the time, just do it. Do it. Do it. You can do it. You can do it. And with that, I want you to reframe your mindset because I know if you're anything like me, what runs through your mind is, I just can't do this. Like, why can't I do this? Why can I not do this? Why can I not be consistent? It's so frustrating. I'm so aggravated with myself. Why can't I do this thing? Stop that. Don't don't say that. Don't ask those questions. Don't let those words come out of your mouth. Don't let the thoughts come to your your mind. Instead, when you catch yourself, or maybe as it's coming out of your mouth, you stop and you say, I can do this. 
and I am doing this. And then you do it. Okay? You just do it. Be like Nike. Just do it. I love that phrase. Just do it. We overcomplicate. We make excuses. We, you know, make this so hard and difficult. And it's like, just do it. Just do the thing. Because if you follow one through four, you've only picked one thing. You've made it simple. You've let go of perfection. Really, what is holding you back? Yourself. And that might be a little hard to hear because I, and I don't mean for that to sound harsh. It kind of came out a little bit harsh, but I love you. So I'm going to tell you the truth because that's what I needed to hear. That's what I still need to hear sometimes. It's like, Kaysen, you're keeping yourself stuck because if you can do the one thing, if you can scale it back, and if you're not worried about being perfect, then what is it that's keeping you stuck? And that might be something else for you to explore. So a few more things I want to leave you with is this. I don't know about you. I don't know if you can relate to this, but for me, if I can expect it, if I know something is coming, then it is a little bit easier for me to handle. Not always, but in most cases, it's not such an abrupt, like rude awakening, like, oh my gosh, that kind of shook me a little bit. So just know that when you're trying to do something new, when you're trying to be consistent with something you've never done before, expect to encounter resistance. It's going to happen. Somehow we got this belief that like change was just going to be easy. Like if you just decided you want to do it, then you can just do it. I I don't know where this thought really comes from, but change is hard. It's not complicated in that we can't figure it out. And it's just like this puzzle we can't put together. It's very simple, step by step, but it's hard to walk it out. It's hard to go against the grain and your own patterns that are so deeply rooted that have been there for years and years and years, maybe your entire life. You're going to encounter resistance because your brain is trying to keep you safe. And when you begin to step outside the lines, like I said, when you start to get messy, when you start to just color freestyle, your brain is going to be like, homegirl, what? What are we doing here? You don't do this. This is not who you are. This is not what we do. This is scary. You know, outside of your normal and things that you've always done, when you start to walk outside of that, it's going to feel scary because it is scary. It's a survival mechanism. Your brain literally doesn't know that that new thing isn't going to kill you. It sounds dramatic, but it's the truth. You know, your brain thinks that this new thing could just take you out. Like it just, it sounds insane, but it's the truth. And when you can recognize what's happening, identify it and say, okay, this is why I'm having such a hard time with this thing. And I'm experiencing this resistance because I'm trying to do a new thing. And I just have to keep trying and push past the hard. It makes it a whole lot easier to overcome these obstacles that keep us in the same patterns when we can realize that and almost like outsmart ourselves because you are more than likely so much closer to your breakthrough than you even realize. But every time you get close and you hit this wall and things get hard or you encounter that resistance, you give up, you stop. Rather than leaning into the hard and the uncomfortability and pushing through and just seeing what's on the other side, You just give up instead. And I don't blame you for that. I don't fault you for that because I know what that feels like. I still do that. I still hit resistance. And sometimes that resistance keeps me stuck for a lot longer than I'd care to admit. But I want to encourage you with this. When this starts to feel hard, because it will. So when it feels hard, not if, when, you just have to keep going for one more day and one more day and one more step and one more step and another step. 
And then you get to the other side of that thing. You finally created consistency in your life around this habit or this one area of change. You will see the proof that you can do hard things. You can do hard things because it's only hard until it's not. And you were made for so much more than this thing that's keeping you stuck. This thing that feels so big and hard and scary, it's just fear in your mind telling you that you can't. That belief that you'll never be able to do this because you've never been able to do this. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. You can. You were not created to be static. You were not created to be stuck. We are not static beings. We evolve. We grow. We were created for change. We were created for that. You were made for this. You were made to grow and evolve and change. You were not made to stay stuck. So maybe the things that's keeping you stuck, maybe that thing is just a mindset shift. Maybe it's that you don't think you have the strength. Maybe you don't think you have the will. But I'm asking you, friend, to dig in. Hunker down like somebody on, I don't know if you watch football, I don't know if you're a football fan, but like somebody on the line, like you know how they line up and they get set? Their feet are dug into the ground. They're not moving. I don't say this a lot. This is not really my vibe. But sometimes when it comes to hard things like this that I believe in you and know that you can do, I'm going to encourage you to toughen up and to tough it out. And it's okay if you pray and rely on God. In fact, you should rely on him as your strength. You can do all things through him who gives you strength. Cling to that. Cling to the the idea that nothing is impossible with God and keep telling yourself that over and over and over. And I know he doesn't physically come and help you get through the wall and break through and, and do the thing, but he gives you the strength. He can give you the strength. He can give you the endurance and the wisdom to not give up and to keep going. This scripture just came to mind, and I love that the NLT says, uh, it's Ephesians 6 verse 10 says, a final word. So I'm leaving you with this final word, mama. For this episode, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will be standing firm. Stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. For shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared. In addition to all of these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Pray in the Spirit at all times on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. I don't feel like that I can think of a scripture that is more relevant to what I was just explaining to you. And so I pray that that blesses you. I pray it gives you something you can hold on to and cling to because you don't have to face evil alone. You don't have to face temptation alone. And there is an unseen battle. If you are a Christian, if you're a believer, there is spiritual warfare And you may not feel like you're engaged. You may be choosing to ignore it, but it is all around you. And for me personally, I think when I ignored it and whenever I didn't engage, that's when, honestly, the enemy had a stronghold over me in my life. And I was just oblivious because I was choosing to tune out and not engage. So I want to challenge you, if you're a Christian, if you're a Jesus follower, to 
engage in this battle to be prepared to put on the armor of God so that you can stand against these things that are fighting. Whether you can see it or not, every single day, these things are fighting all around you. There is a battle. And we have peace in knowing that the power of Christ lives inside of you through the Holy Spirit. He will equip you and empower you to engage in this battle, to press on. And we know that we have ultimate victory because Jesus already has a victory over the grave. So we can stand in a place of victory. We can fight from a place of victory in knowing that that has already been won for you. And truly, when we put things into perspective, these things we want to be consistent with in these daily battles, yes, they matter. And yes, it's a huge deal because it's something you want to do in your life. It's something you want to create and be consistent with. But when we can look at it in light of eternity, we can have a fresh perspective and a renewed perspective and hope that honestly, the battle's already been won and the ultimate price has already been paid and that's ours to walk in that freedom and that love and that joy and that peace. It's ours through Christ Jesus. So I pray that this blesses you. I pray that these practical things are helpful for you when trying to be consistent for yourself and showing up consistently because if nobody's told you and if you might not necessarily even believe it, you're worth that. You are worth consistently showing up for yourself. You're worth knowing You were made for so much more than survival mode. You were made for just more than being stuck. You you weren't created to be that way. And so when you feel like it's time, and I believe you'll know in your gut, you'll kind of know and you'll have an instinct that it's time. It's time for me to fight for myself and show up for myself and push through the hard and not give up on myself because you would never give up on your son or your daughter. Never. So fight for yourself like you would fight for her because truly when you do fight for yourself and when you show up for yourself, you are showing up for her because it translates. It affects the way that your your sons and your daughters, it affects the version of their mom that shows up and loves them and is able to pour into them. So be mindful of that and just remind yourself of that, that it does matter. And there's more at stake here. There's more on the line than a small, tiny window of uncomfortability because you're pushing through and pushing past walls and barriers that in the past have always kept you where you are. You matter and you're worth that. Before you go, if this show has encouraged or inspired you in any way, the number one way you can help me is to leave a written review, letting other moms know how this podcast is impacting your life and motherhood. Then send this episode to some mom friends. Thank you for joining me in the mission of spreading messages just like this one to moms around the world. If you're looking for a community of like-minded mamas to come alongside you, support, and encourage you, join our Facebook group by searching Her Pursuit or by clicking the link in the show notes. Come share with us what you're taking away from this episode, what stuck out to you. I can't wait to hear from you. I'm so grateful to have you on this journey with me, and I'll see you next time, mama.